Welcome to the Brilliant Disciple Makers podcast with John Pierce. Pastor John is the Senior Minister of C3 Powerhouse and the Executive Director of C3 Church Global. Disciples aren't born, disciples are made. And here at C3 Powerhouse, we are passionate about raising up brilliant disciple makers. Join the conversation today with Pastor John and Dan Fricker, our Melbourne East location pastor. Well, welcome everyone to episode two of Brilliant Disciple Makers podcast. It is so good to be here talking all things disciple making with our senior minister, Pastor John. How are you today? I am great, Dan. Uh, Again, getting great feedback on the podcast from people. And this is obviously helping people to grow in being brilliant disciple makers. So love it. I thought it would be a great place to start. Let's recap last week. I heard so much great feedback too, but what were the key thoughts from last episode? Okay, so we really talked about the two key thoughts. One was what is a disciple? Uh, because if we're going to be brilliant disciple makers, we've got to know what we're, what a disciple actually is. And out of Matthew 28, we kind of came up with a summation. It's not the only sort of idea of it, but it's a, a simple idea that a disciple is a fully immersed into the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, into the church, the Word, the Spirit of God. So a fully immersed and fully surrendered follower of Jesus. So we're Amazing. we're not just coming to church. We're not just picking and choosing what we want to do. We're obeying the commands of Jesus. We're immersed into the house of God. We're immersed in the Word of God. We're immersed into our relationship with God. So a disciple mm. is a fully immersed, fully surrendered follower of Jesus. So that's the, the disciple kind of definition that we landed on and we can unpack that with as time goes on and then a disciple maker well we just i guess began to talk then that a that a disciple maker is not a person uh who's just sitting at the front of a room telling people what to do Uh, it's not a elevated leadership position where we're looking down on people telling them to submit to us but it's Mm. really the spirit of a disciple maker is to come alongside of people and to pour the love of god into their life that's the foundation that's the starting place that we really walk with people walk alongside of them and help them connect to jesus Mm. love is the motivator of a brilliant disciple maker But one thing we love to do, Pastor John, in this podcast is get very practical. We want to help people lead great groups, help new Christians get planted into church. But a great just first question. All right, we're talking about being a brilliant disciple maker, but how do we actually know who we are making into disciples? Like, what does that look like for for you? What do you encourage us to, to do to know who we are disciple making? Fantastic. Really good. I think Jesus obviously is the model for us of a brilliant disciple maker. And Jesus had layers of people that he was who were his disciples. So there there was his his twelve disciples, but then he had seventy that he sent out, and then Mm. there were disciples who 120 were in the upper room. So there's I guess a concept for us that What's fascinating to me, Jesus knew who his primary disciples were. He knew Mm. the 12, and I love the language that comes out of the intimate setting in that's recorded in John 13 through to John 17 of what we we know as the the Last Supper. Mm. In Jesus' prayer, he says, I have revealed you, my Father, this is John 17 verse 6, to those who you gave me out of the world. They were yours and you gave them to me and they have obeyed your word. So there's this real concept that that God has people for you and I mm. to give to us. They're His, 
but he's giving them to us to make them into disciples, to help them to remain, to go to yes. go the distance. And interestingly, Jesus, he had a he had a list. And it's listed yeah. a number of times. He had 12 guys that he was really investing into uh, so that they could go and do the same with others. And so I think it's kind of important for us to have to, to have a list. And mm. for some of us, that list, if we're, let's say, we're, we're helping new Christians, that's the area we're involved in. We don't so much need to go up a mountain and pray and say, God, who are you giving me? Pe- <laughs> yeah. People are coming to our church. They're responding and yes. a new people director is going to say, can you help uh, these people in their mm. journey to become disciples? Can you walk alongside of them? Can you get them, help them come back to church, help them get into Alpha, help them, you know, answer some questions. So so in essence, very often in a church setting, yes. God, is, God is using our leaders to say, here's some people who you can disciple. And whether that's in the group that you run, whether yes. that's the people you're following up, uh, and they don't all have to be, if you're a disciple maker, if you've got that spirit, yeah. they don't have to be in your group. But I think there's a power in narrowing it down and going, okay, here's the five people that I'm I'm really focusing on disciple making, or here's the, the 10 people that I'm really yes. focusing. And I think... You know, if Jesus didn't go broader than 12 with his focus, probably 12's about the max for yes. all of us. In you know, I think most people, six to eight in, in is a realistic kind of idea for us to work alongside and to, to come alongside. Absolutely. And I love that. That takes the pressure off, right? It's not, hey, we're mm-hmm. not talking about trying to disciple 100 people at once or 200, but hey, six to eight, we yeah. can all do that. And hey, look, it might, Dan, it might even start just with one. Yeah, oh, because come on. everyone matters to God. So Amen. I think just to go, okay, I'm discipling one person, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm really going to give it my best shot. That is so important. I love that. And I just this thought you shared about God has given them to us, and mm-hmm. I love sharing with our group leaders all the time. I, I found for me as a disciple maker, I'm constantly trying to get God's heart for the people He has entrusted to me. And I I just love to think that through, that the price that God paid for each of them. So God has entrusted me with six people. Number one, what a privilege he has entrusted that to me. But number two, there's that thought that Jesus paid the ultimate price for each one. And I love that. It is a privilege uh, to that's a great, make that's a great disciples Dan. That's a great of the people God gives us. Yeah, it's a, they're, they're a trust to us, aren't they? They're, they can yes. sometimes be a trouble to us or be demanding <laughs> because it's, yes. it's living a life bigger than myself. Mm. But I've found that that's where the greatest reward is when I'm laying my life down to help others. Not, they're not all grateful for it. They don't all make it. I mean, if mm. Jesus had one out of the 12 who didn't make it, then and that's Jesus, well, we're yeah. Yes, have some on. people who don't make it and shouldn't feel guilty about that. But nevertheless, it's probably the most rewarding thing you can do as a believer is walk alongside people and help them become fully immersed and fully surrendered followers. Totally agree. I've heard you say a few times, Pastor John, that uh, disciple making is a spirit. There is a spirit of disciple making. And I want to ask, how do we get the spirit of a disciple maker on us? Great question. I think I think there's two things that come immediately to mind. One awesome. is that we're a disciple ourselves. So we we're fully immersed, we're fully surrendered. 
We've got someone who's helping shape our life, walking alongside us, helping us, you know, draw nearer to Christ and grow yes. in what it is to be a disciple of Jesus. Uh, the second one I'd ha- I would just have to say is prayer. I think awesome. that 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 the, a commitment of a disciple maker is not just to pray for me and my needs and to have fellowship with God for me. Uh, but it's actually to then extend and go, okay, Lord, let your kingdom come into these people's lives. Mm. So I would say, uh, you know, we ask our group leaders on a daily basis to pray for the people that you're responsible for, to, 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 to lift them up before God in prayer. Jesus said this, the same passage as I read out earlier, verse awesome. 9 of John 17, I pray for them the ones that you've entrusted me. I'm not praying for the world, but for those you have given me, for they are yours. So Jesus, Mm. he narrowed his focus, and that's where power increases when you narrow your focus. He narrowed his focus to pray for these specific people. So the way that works for me, I've I've got a dozen couples that I would pray for pretty much every day, uh, I've actually, in my prayer room, I've put a photo up of those people and I pray Love for that. them them as couples. And and so that that's a commitment I've made. I tell them that I'm praying for them. Uh, mm. I find there's a few benefits of me praying for them daily. One is it keeps my heart. My heart follows where I pray. So Love by praying for them daily, it keeps my heart for them. You know, if the, the devil tries to keep us disconnected and isolated or cause offense. So by me praying for them, I get God's heart and spirit for them. Mm. Uh, I also, you know, it's it's not just that. That's kind of how I get the spirit of a disciple maker by lifting them up and praying for them. I like the picture of Moses on the mountain when he's had his hands raised uh, yes. for the people he was responsible for, which represents prayer then they were winning their battles. And I find when I'm praying for the people that I'm responsible for, my inner world of people that I'm praying for, I find that God, my prayer with their prayer uh, creates God incidences. Just amazing things Come happen on. when we pray yeah. for people. So so that's what I would say, a, a commitment to, to pray daily. And you're on that list, Dan, and you're a great fruit of that. Thank you, Pastor John. And I thought I was going to say from the receptive side, I I can't uh, just express how encouraging it is. I know, as you said, you do tell Ebony and I that you pray for us. And and sometimes in those hard moments, I I just get so encouraged by that. And I love, and this is part of disciple making, right, is we receive uh, this from people who are involved in our walk with God, and then we can give that as well. And I, I just love to lean into, well, a group leader's listening right now. They, they may, you know, be new to prayer themselves. They're, they're obviously a disciple and praying, but the concept of praying for others can sometimes be a little bit daunting. What should we be praying for when we're praying great. for our list, our people God has entrusted to us? Great question because, and like, should I be praying for them for an hour each or yeah, 10 totally. minutes each or how long? So I think, I, I think, it's always good when you're starting a new habit to start small and yes. be consistent and build up out of that. So you're much better to say, okay, I'm going to pray uh, for five minutes each day for the disciples, the people that are in my group, the new Christians that I'm responsible for, mm. and I'm going to pray for them by name and for five minutes. And and so that might just be as simple as going, God, I pray that today that your blessing will be on Dan and Ebony. 
Lord, I pray today your blessing will be on Josh and Shekinah. I pray today your mm. blessing will be on Teresa. So that's that would be the minimum kind of prayer that I would pray yeah. uh, on a daily basis. I then I do like to ask the people I'm praying for because I, they know I'm praying for them. I like to ask them what's something that I could pray for you for. So mm. and they might say, well, we're we're believing for a turnaround in this situation with a child, a prodigal to come back. We're believing for a financial breakthrough. We want to buy a house. Um, we're t- you know, and the, the more you build that relationship with them, the yes. more they'll able to say, "Here's my biggest challenge," or "Can you pray for this?" And it it begins to let you into their world. And so I love I love that. And then to keep the communication open, if there's anything ever anything you want me to pray, can yes. you give me send me a text, give me a phone call because I will. And so I think for me doing that and so for the 12 couples I have, I've got three things for each of them. If I'm going to spend a bit more time, I'll pray Mm. over their life. It might be for courage. It might be for confidence. It might be for the desires of their heart. It might be for healing for one person. It might be for their breakthrough in their business. So Mm. I'm, I'm kind of being quite specific to them. Uh, often out of a conversation of what they've shared and you know I write those things down so that I can yeah. be specific so that's the the daily pray for and out of that comes some of the other disciple making things we use this expression ESPN that a disciple mm, yes. maker E for encourages. I mean, we're sports lovers, Dan. So ESPN. Yes, we are. Come that, on. That just works for us. It is American, <laughs> it but we'll, we'll go with it. So E is for encouragement. <laughs> S is for scripture into people's lives. P is for prayer. And N is for next step. So today, it does start with prayer. Prayer is where mm. I get God's heart for them. Prayer is where they see breakthroughs because I'm praying for them. And, and we're building a connection because they're opening up. And, and that prayer can be for them or it it's also great when it's with them. Mm, so as a disciple so maker, I want to pray with people. Uh, I want to, whether it's after coffee, a quiet prayer, whether it's over the phone, hey, okay, you've just shared that. Let's pray together right now for that. Yes, whether it's yes. whether it's at Connect Group and it's the end of the night. So there's this, there's this real feeling that I am carrying you before God. Mm. That is, I, I just love that thought of, yeah, we pray for, but actually to pray with people is so powerful. And a great practical tip, I've, I think of something in our, our church pastor, John Stevens, or he marks lead a great group. And I've seen Steve do something, it's genius. And when he asks someone, what can I pray for, for you, mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. he has a book or an, or an Evernote and he'll write it down. And I know you shared that, but that. what I've found is he will then ring the next week and go, hey, just so you know, I was praying for your daughter who was unwell. Can you let me know how's she going? Love it. And man, in those moments, the power is the prayer, but it also just that the love that people feel when they know they have a leader praying for them. I think there's there's not much uh, a greater way we can show our love by praying for people. Absolutely. That's, that's a brilliant idea. And ultimately, we're then modeling what we want every disciple to do so that, and we'll get to this down the track of being a brilliant disciple maker. It's not mm. just you're dependent on me, but you're part of a group where we all love one another and we're yes. all praying for one another. And that's, that's biblical community. The last thought I have for this, Dan, is the mm. priests model this. And I just, I read this this morning in Fantastic. Exodus. 
And it's it's where God said, make the priest's garments and put on their shoulders and on their breastplate the names of the 12 tribes so that wow. when they come into the presence of God, they are literally carrying the tribes in their heart. So that's at a macro level. Wow. But I, I, I believe that's for us as priests who are ministering to God and ministering to people. Every disciple maker is a New Testament priest to come into the mm. presence of God, to have the people that we're responsible for, that God's entrusted to us on our hearts, on our mm. shoulders in prayer and to lift them up before God and 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 to, you know, not feel guilty if you miss a day, not feel guilty mm. if it wasn't totally. powerful. Just, just, totally. just, but just go, hey, I'm building this habit of praying for these people. That's why I say pretty much every day <laughs> I pray for everybody because I yes. can't say every day, but pretty much it's become a habit for me over the last three or four years actually of the daily prayer for a specific group of people and I find God really honors it. So that's that's probably the big thought for us today, Dan, that Come on. just brilliant disciple makers carry people into the presence of God. They pray for them, yes. get that spirit of a disciple maker on us and God's burden and heart for people. Come on, prayer is the foundation. Well, thank you so much, Pastor John, for your wisdom today. Thank you very much to all our listeners. We hope you enjoyed today. You heard God from it and you have a practical takeaway you can apply this week as together we make disciples. God bless you and we look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode and we pray that you've been inspired and equipped in your leadership journey. Let us know your thoughts by leaving us a review on whatever platform you are listening on today. You can connect with John on Instagram at John underscore Pitts. We hope you can join us for our next episode of the Brilliant Disciple Makers podcast.